Why do we take holidays? There are reasons galore, but the important ones are a break from our routine life. To me, seeing new places and being close to nature is equally important. Missouri provided me with most of the things. I have been to Missouri a couple of times before the current visit. Once while I was a student, we went there for an industrial visit, smiley face, smiley face, that is what we had declared. We were there in the dead of winter. This visit was 50 years ago, and the main stupidity I remember was that while strolling, all our gang had a quarter bottle of whiskey in our coat pocket to overcome the cold. We managed to get accommodation at ours five per day. The next visit was Jaya, Sachin, my mother and I in 1984. That time we traveled in early April, and it was off-season. I remember that Sachin and I walked to Lal Tipa, 7,000 feet above sea level, as it was too far and steep for my mother. I also remember enjoying local food like jalebi and milk for breakfast and chalasamosa for snacks. We are both much older now than my mother, in 1984, was during the current trip. So trying to brave out in the cold was out of the question. Climbing the steep slope of Lal Tipa was a big no-no. So we drove there in a car and had a lovely little walk for an hour. I noticed this time that though Missouri was crowded, the roads everywhere were spotless and neat. Link below is the walk at Lal Tipa. Promote Pondal Car Walk at Lal Tipa, YouTube. After this walk, we went to a famous bakery called Landor Bakery and had our breakfast there. The bakery made superb high-quality products. This one-hour walk with nature was one of the high points of our stay in Missouri. There was a funny incident. When we were halfway through the walk, a monkey joined us walking on the wall. He would go ahead, look back and wait for us. Jaya asked me, I don't remember the name of your friend walking with us. Or is he a cousin of yours? I was also really not sure. All the drivers were highly skilled and drove carefully on the small zigzag roads with one hairpin bend after the other. We met a couple of visitors from Delhi and Mumbai who drove up to Missouri, they had a tough time managing the drive. Though I tend to be an atheist, it felt nice to see Hinduism's two holy rivers, Ganga and Yamuna. Ganga we saw at Rishikesh and Yamuna during our spin in the mountains. Ramzula slash Ganga slash Yamuna. Another interesting item was a grinder or chalky run using water energy. It was in the mountains on the bank of River Yamuna. It was at a place where I had never expected it to be around. The chalky uses water energy. A stream flows 10 feet down from a hillock. This stream is used as a drive to run the grinder. The benefit of using this chalky is grinding I done at a low speed, and the grains in the atta remain at room temperature. A comment was made that the nutritional values are fully retained since the temperature does not go up. I will not go into scientific aspects, but how and who put this grinder in this godforsaken place is what surprises me. What were the charges to get the grinding done? Well, a small portion of the grain was left for the owner. Promode. Ponvulkar. Water. Powered. Grinder. YouTube. After the chalky, our driver Shine was told us that there were many water bodies on the Yamuna River, one of them was a sun bird sanctuary. We thought the migratory birds must have already left in the month of May. But I was lucky that some birds were still there. I'm sharing a few photos with you. We almost missed the kingfisher, but we again located the bird a hundred feet down the road. While the bird was sitting on the tree, the kingfisher reminded me of the ladies walking on the ramp. There was quite a show, and he was changing his position every few seconds as ladies do on the ramp. I told Jaya that we must go there in winter, but we are already scheduled to travel elsewhere this winter. 
The next stop was the Pampa Sahib Gurudwara. The Gurudwara is on the banks of the river Yamuna it was almost dry in the summer. People may make whatever statements they want to make, but the visit to Gurudwara was a classic visit that can happen only in India. Jaya and I are Hindu Brahmins, accompanied by Shanawaz, a Muslim whose ancestors had settled down in Uttarakhand from the Pak, Pakistan-occupied Kashmir, a couple of generations ago. Shanawaz knew everything about the workings of the Gurudwara, which made our visit holy and enjoyable. The final high point of the trip was a visit to Rishikesh. We realized that Rishikesh was only a half an hour's drive from the Dehradun airport where we were to take our flight back to Pune. So we left Missouri a couple of hours early and went to Rishikesh. For Hindus, Rishikesh is one of the holiest places. The river Ganga passes through Rishikesh. People go there to take a holy dip. But since our trip was unplanned, we only crossed the Ram Zula Zula is a bridge. While coming back to the original shore, we went in a boat. We were lucky during the last week to travel to one of the oldest and the best hill station in India, Missouri. We could feel the cold water of two of India's holiest rivers, the Ganga and Yamuna. Rishikesh, the sacred place, was part of the journey. The only thing that we missed was meeting the great writer Ruskin Bond, who lives in Missouri. Bond avoids meeting people as he is now around 90 years of age, but we could see his home on the way to Lal Tipa. I consider myself lucky when I meet ordinary people on any journey, like the drivers, the waiters, and the chaiwalas. Another thing I always find is how inexpensive things are once you travel away from a city like Pune. We had a fruit juice on the way somewhere the fruit was tasty and local variety. A full glass cost us RS 15 slash. The guide we took with us at Rishikesh was with us for two hours and charged RS 100. I tipped him another 100. I'm trying for one more travel in June, let me see how it works out.